0: Hello everyone! Welcome to Code Billship, the current kind of podcast that focuses on tech. We talk about trends, news, and opinion. Uh, this in this episode, we're going to talk about Android code. My name is Nathanael Kaya,
1: and I'm Michael Bukachi, the co-host. And why are we recording this session at one a.m.? Don't we have lives? Nathan, you you don't mean, you have live?
0: We are programmers. What is life? I don't know. Like. The thing is, what is we like? are up at one a.m. and what do, what, we just have okay, what, to do this.
1: But, okay, but, in the last episode, you said you are not geek, or whatever that term, we refuse to be to be named as geek.
0: You are the one who refused to be. Labeled. Okay, this is a like, like geek move. You know this. So this is just us. This is not necessarily geeking. This is just us going down a rabbit hole of trying to escape being labeled. So let's just get out of it, and we apologize to our listeners for having to release this episode really late it's like it's probably a few days probably a week late but i think
1: mm-hmm. and who's to blame who's to
0: blame who no no blame? one is to blame no one is to blame michael uh every one of us have you know we have oh, be- not the person who recently binge watched uh, all the episodes of the witcher not that person definitely not that person like yeah, not not. Are you sure? I'm pointing fingers at you. I I had to binge watch the Witcher. Uh-huh. It was a really good series. Don't spoil it for people. Shh. I I really still don't get the ending. I'm 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 still. No, lost I, no. Okay, okay. I'm, let's, I'm, move let's move uh, on. Let's move on. Let's move on. So you've been one. Advent of Code. I I don't I don't know how many people have heard about Advent of Code. I have participated in let's say four five. Puzzles this year on Advent of Code, Michael. How many puzzles have you done for Advent of Code? Um, nine and counting. Nine and counting. So, just to be on the same of the same mindset about Advent of Code, Advent of Code comes from the idea of Advent calendar. I'm not really sure how many people in Kenya know what Advent calendar is but then from my, my my from a quick google search advent calendar is just a calendar that it does, it just varies in number of days but then just counts and gives you things to do just before the 25th of december as christmas is coming up now eric Waltz, if i'm sorry if i've just butchered that name but yeah he came up with the idea of advent of code and for him it was more of you know, we have advent, of, uh, advent calendars on one side. Let's, you know, let's just put in code there somewhere. You know, uh, if you're a programmer and you have time on your, in your hands and you can actually write coding puzzles, then what do you do with your life? You just come up with some cool way of actually having people spend time by themselves, not with their family during the Christmas season. Yeah, that's what I think he did. And I, I I like it. I genuinely like it.
1: Wait, what did you say? Eric was what? Was was, was.
0: Eric. W- sure. I don't know. Eric Wassel. I think that's the name. I I I I went on YouTube and tried and looked for his video on one of his for his one of his presentation trying to hear him speak his name I'll pronounce his name so that I wouldn't mess it up But then that really hasn't worked for me. But then, c'est la vie, it's life. Now you're speaking French. Michael, we, we, we pick up all these things from the society and the culture and the pop culture to be specific and we really don't know what it is. We just do it. So you don't,
1: you don't, you don't know what the word means?
0: I know it, what it means. It means that's life. Which language? Yeah, it's just so it go along and forget to,
1: and forget about it. Did you just Google it?
0: No, I haven't googled it. Like I don't have time to Google it when I'm recording this podcast. At the very be- beginning of this month, like even before the beginning of this month, I think it was on on the twenty ninth or the thirtieth. I, you know, you start seeing posts every about advent of God and how people are just preparing to do air. Uh, Advent of Code, and I think that actually prompted me to actually try it this time. But Uh then, apart from that, also, it was this thing of the fact that I was jobless, and I needed something to occupy me and my time, you know? I just... And I think this just gets us into just the different reasons of why people do Advent of Code, but then for me, it was more of, I I have nothing to do, and I really want to learn a lot, and I just found myself doing Advent of Code. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Like, hey, so you got a job this week, right?
0: Yeah, I did get a job this week.
1: So there is hope for any young developer out there who's who's been searching and not finding anything.
0: Yes, there is. Like Kenya is Kenya, the Kenyan tech industry is growing really fast. I do believe that, and the problem might be that the, you know the people who are supposed to employ us really don't have an understanding of what they are looking for or what to expect from the industry or even how much it's to pay people from the industry, but then there is hope for Kenya. You know, the Silicon Savannah still is the Silicon Savannah. We are the thing. We are it in Sub-Saharan Africa, are
1: I don't think there's any other country which has as much Savannah and tech in the same place. Oh, or is just,
0: there? No, that's just that's just good. I'm I'm, I'm not sure about okay. Even even Rwanda or yeah, even Rwanda is much smaller than Kenya, like by far. So probably if you take all the savannah we had, probably it was fill a considerable amount of it and even with the tech that we have, you said it. In Southern Sahara, we are the most savanna with tech. Anyway, so Michael, you you've said you've done nine nine puzzles and still counting. So what's what's your motivation to actually do all those Puzzle.
1: Well, at first, just even actually dragged me into this Advent of code. I, I had planned on not participating, but then, then more, I, th- I think a few more guys said that we are going to participate. So we formed like a we formed like a private leaderboard from Android two five four. Yeah, and I, so for me, I think it's the comp- the competitive edge. So yeah, that's what that's what actually why I I joined. But I, I tend to do okay for those who who still not are familiar with what Advent of code is it's basically puzzles. Okay. Okay. No, that's the wrong one. Algorithms. Yes. Any any person who is familiar with HackerRank, um, Hacker app, what LeetCode, uh, I don't know, CodeJam. There's so many sites. Basically, it's it's similar but different. So yeah, I, I tend to do uh, algorithms uh, uh, frequently. So then then is actually joined to do Advent of Code was just to compete with my fellow techies in Kenya.
0: I think that's the reason yeah that's that's the reason i joined. Anyway. yeah i think i think yeah. you know you, you you've you've gone to the whole idea of you know algorithms and you've you've mentioned several sites that have ongoing ongoing challenges like you find with something like uh top coder, they do have weekly challenges even hacker rank, i would think but uh, then yeah the thing about advent of code is that Advent of Code is essentially made as a puzzle, not an algorithm puzzle, but then just as a puzzle puzzle. And listening to just a behind the scenes description of from Eric about you know all the feedback that he's getting from he's been getting from the community on Reddit specifically because Reddit is a thing and Advent of Code participators are just everywhere on Reddit and people have been people have been doing have been participating and been doing these puzzles in anything like you know you find someone who's doing it in in excel or you find someone doing it in minecraft i even do not know one, what minecraft is okay i do know what minecraft is but then i really do not understand how minecraft
1: is it Nathan, don't don't
0: no, like I have never like I've tried Minecraft once. I was lost because I'm, you know, it's, it's some open world stuff where you just need to build things and someone solving a puzzle using Minecraft. For me that's just like wow, these these different levels out there of people who just do crazy stuff. And you see this is the thing. For him his his goals was to actually make something that, you know, if you if you if you never came up if if you never went to a formal computer science course or you know IT related course, you would be able to easily decide, okay, I'm taking up I'm going to do advent of code and on all the only thing I need to do, the only thing I know how to do is, you know, work with Excel sheets, and yes and i'm talking about excel here it's without macro so there's no vb or anything it's just pure excel sheets with formulas michael just clever thinking that, that level of excelling like wow
1: how can you be impressed by that
0: it's it's impressive like taking at any tool you know
1: i'm pretty sure, i'm pretty sure there, there, there are guys there are guys out there who are actually doing this advent of code on paper
0: Michael if you go to like the the recent uh the recent talk that Eric gave about advent of code behind the scenes you would see that one person just went and took uh and took graph paper and did the graphing you remember the question 1 where there was a lot of steps and all that that's, that you could essentially do that on, it, on, a, on a graph paper. So someone went to actual graph paper and mapped out all the questions and all, like everything, and they got the answer. So I
1: lend think... Lens and levels. Lens and
0: levels. Yeah, it's lens and levels. And then also just understanding that when we are talking about algorithms at the end of the day... Yes,
1: it's not really... That's what I'm saying. It's not really algorithms, but at the same time, it's more of solving a problem, you know?
0: Yeah, and, and That's algorithms, not the
1: methodology, per se yeah
0: and then algorithms are just a fancy way of saying uh, add one plus one you know it's 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 a fancy way of saying you know do calculations and I think we we, we, we
1: computer science people like our terms
0: yeah we do, we do love our terms too much no though. we have to have our terms
1: we do have to have our terms I'm get as in if you're going if you're going to sit in the presence of maybe lawyers and doctors they will share you with so many words you don't understand in, i think we deserve this As in, we don't have much in this tech area but let's, let us skip our words you
0: know it's not that we do not have that many terms we, we do have many terms. you know ai ml in you know, all, all of those abbreviated words that we use but Probably we're not just that exposed. I think I think there's a whole combi or something of the sort. Michael, like there's so many things out there that we really don't know about and we Are, you, are know, you making up are you making up words again? I'm not making up words. Like I I may love making up words, but then this time sadly... I You're I'm making up ready. You know the thing is okay, I saw just, I saw I saw someone post
1: on uh uh-huh. Yeah, just finish what you're saying. I saw someone post lifey in their state, WhatsApp status. I was like, oh no. Nathan, oh no. What have you done? What have you done?
0: Do you think that person is a listener to a podcast? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Um, um, Michael, we were brought on earth to actually uh, live an impact and have a legacy. Mm-hmm. And we do not have a choice or we cannot choose what we, how we're going to impact the society. If that's Impact is someone deciding to take words I make up, and forty years down the line, or just a hundred years down the line, that that word is added in the dictionary. Michael, who are you to stop me because I am making up words?
1: Yeah, who are you to?
0: Okay, okay, okay. No dispute there. <laughs> so, okay, as you as like you're saying, uh, one of the one of the reasons for for advent of code is just you know practice problems the the thing about being a software developer is that you you don't have that much time to actually if, if you're an active like if you're employed eight to five you don't have time to actually do fun stuff or just learn new things you you'll definitely be learning new things within your field of like within whatever you're working with but then what time do you get to try out Rust? what time do you have to to try out elm or typescript or whatever fancy language kids are using nowadays so advent of Code is essentially just you know a practice tool like i was seeing a calendar somewhere as a meme where december for the first week of december is you just the first two weeks of december is just you pretending that you're working in the office, but then essentially what you're doing is you're planning what you're going to to buy. Now, you know, Spend it all out there, eh? Yeah, so somewhere in between that uh, time where you're pretending that you're working, you could spend an hour to learning a new language as you solve the advent of code. And some people use it for that, you know, just having, it's a time for, exploring a new language that you wouldn't use on your day to day and then with the fact that it's just a puzzle and it's very easy to solve essentially okay it's i wouldn't say it's easy it's more of just that it requires you to have a puzzle solving mindset and just you know have a mentality and your brain tuned to puzzle solving you could use Uh this you could use this with zero programming skills like this you have zero programming skills but then you want uh-huh. to to learn a new language or you just want you know your friend in this case michael coming to you and saying uh-huh. <laughs> saying i i, I, I don't want like you to... the way you've
1: used me as an example
0: yeah you suck it up and continue listening your friend michael mm-hmm. comes to you installs an id and then says yeah this is the language that you should learn, and you have no idea of where to start. you go to advent of code because it's easy it's it's very it's very user friendly and i think that's the thing and the thing is apart mm-hmm. from it being user friendly it's the pros it's it's straightforward it's it has a very what do we call it it's a very simple story like setup where you have a story that it's it's more of you reading a novel or a book on poetry. Yeah, a book on poetry where every page is a different poem, of which in this case uh-huh. every page is a different puzzle with a different either part one, part A or part B, and uh-huh. every night it actually opens up for twenty five days. So uh-huh. I think I've stressed I've I've stressed enough the fact that it's. It's an easy to do and one one easy way to actually do practice and then interview preparations. So I think most of the interviews out there are still puzzle based. You know, you you're asked. Uh, Michael, you've, you've you've done puzzles before. What would that what would be an example question?
1: Why use why do you keep using the word puzzles?
0: See, because that's what they're called. Every
1: time you say puzzles, like my, my shifts, that, you know, that, that board thing where you're fitting pieces, trying to make a, a picture of, at the end of it all.
0: Okay, what would you love me to use as a word to express? Okay, no,
1: okay. Uh, No, kid, I'm not saying you change the term, but when it comes to interview questions, I think it's just al- an algorithm question. It's literally algorithm questions most
0: of the time. I think I've been out here in the industry hustling for long, Michael, mm-hmm. and I have read cracking the coding interview did uh-huh. i read it no i didn't read it i just passed no, it no you not
1: read it why you lying to our, our audience why, why? Oh, never mind. I
0: I I I went through some of the chapters i didn't i didn't read it i went through some of the chapters one only probably one chapter but then the one thing they used was a puzzle it's you know interview puzzles it's that's what it's called i don't know why you are against question. this whole idea of puzzles interview, because i, I
1: I'm choosing to love my terms
0: because you would you will go to an interview and then they'll give you a behavioral question you see now that's a different okay now that's a question
1: Behavioural. No, he's not that's using the word question okay that's called them interview questions
0: it, it's it's different okay you know the, the 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 matter the the terms here do not really matter what really matters is the fact that our audience understands what i'm talking about and but will they do they will they this, is what, this it, is what we're going to do. big assumption. This is what we're going to do. We're going to create a poll on the official code Girlship Twitter page that we have uh, not yet created, but then we're going to create and ask the question if algorithm questions are going to be. Are, are they puzzles or are they just algorithm quests? Uh, they're just questions. Questions. Le, le, uh, uh, I, I, I can't. I can't. I just can't. Local man has... What can't you do? I I just can't keep up with you. (laughs) Yeah, like local man has has been unable to come because of you. Let's move forward.
1: I th- okay okay i think I, th- I think we're deviating okay you were talking about interview questions
0: i was talking about interview questions or, or interviews interview preparations uh-huh interview questions so, for for the tech world um, yeah interview questions for the tech world are just mainly algorithm questions and if you haven't prepared if you've never done them before you are going to flop there is no question about it true so true so it's not true because even if you're not required to write code you need to write pseudocode and if you need to write pseudocode you need to have trained your mind to actually be able to break down like to read a question and then to know oh this is what is required this is a recursive situation or this is a recursive function that i need to write or this is a iterative and then i need to optimize it and all those things that we really don't do at work but then is really important
1: <laughs> what if your boss is listening to this audio I'll de-ren, explain de-ren. myself there's
0: definitely there's definitely an explanation to everything that's the, that's the de-ren, de-ren. and also if you're not doing this at work or if you are not doing this at work and probably your boss told you do it then it's not your boss's fault it's not Michael you've tried to put me in this fix and I'm refusing to be put in this fix <laughs> I, ha- I need to go and work on Monday <laughs> whichever day that is that I'll I need to go to work uh-huh so another thing from what I've from from my research is that some companies okay there are companies that are really cool that decide you know uh, December we understand that you people are already in the holiday mood so Take your time. Do Advent of Code, and that uh-huh. works as training because I think we were talking about Advent of Code between me and you, and we were saying that given the examples of the inputs that you're supposed to be supposed to be the sample the sample of the input and the uh-huh. result that you should be getting, you could actually create a TDD kind of situation.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I think you're more qualified to talk about TDD because generally, I I have started done doing. To TDD, the past one month or so. Uh
1: huh. Yeah.
0: And you see, so company training, you are in a company where it's it's haphazard and you want to do TDD. This is like Advent of Code will be the best way to have your, your, your employees actually try it out and build that mentality of TDD. So I'm writing the test first, then I do the development, and then, you know, just going through the whole uh what's, what's that cycle uh, the red,
1: uh, i don't know i can't remember
0: it's uh red tests uh no it's fail fail fix. pass yeah fail no. fail fix refactor repeat and it's just it's okay it's three things you you, you write the tests first they all fail and then you write the code that actually actually tests no you actually write the code that you were testing And then you refactor Uh the code and then probably you find that you need to write more tests or the tests are failing after the refactor and then you Uh just need to change the code. And it's, yeah, so with advent of code from the way it's set up, like you could actually implement TDD for all the puzzles and it would be a good way for training for a company to say, okay, we do not have the TDD, uh, we've not been bit by the TDD bug, but then we think it will be Generally, good for the company in terms of the products that we are trying to build, and mm-hmm. that would be a good testing ground.
1: You. Uh, okay, this, that, I think you're assuming you're using the assumption that you already know the answer to the puzzle because that's that's how you dread the test first. No, you you have to know your expect your expectation beforehand.
0: But then see, you know that you know that, you see with with
1: the, with the puzzles, you really have to you know, solve them. You have to solve them first. So then you can answer but then so if, if you, do, you can't for train, each puzzle, they, activity, for, each puzzle these,
0: uh, for each puzzle there is for each puzzle there is like this is the test data much. and then this is the answer not really no no
1: oh i i talk about i talking about the sample data or the test the, the examples they give see so that's
0: the that's the that's the examples test data Oh,
1: okay the, the, the examples yeah i think you can use the examples but and i don't think the, the, okay it works sometimes but I, no 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 the the issue with now solving puzzles is yeah uh this the as much as the of code is usually all about one answer you are the, the sample in the, the the examples given sometimes are not enough to actually uh, solve the um, maneuver your way through the problems to solve the actual the actual any question so by final yeah yeah you've, you've done the tdd cycle for the example but then when it comes to your actual implementation for the for the, the for the bigger for the actual question it doesn't really work out or it gives you a wrong value and you don't know it's the wrong value until you actually compare with it to someone's answers online but then i don't know that that beats the sense of actually doing advent of code because now you've already know the answer See so you just enter it and um, to forget about is. it yeah unless you maybe have a bit of integrity and you still try to solve it yeah,
0: most of us don't have, don't have that integrity Marina. we're all crooks right definitely
1: yeah so basically yeah so i, I wouldn't use tdd as a good example for these kind of questions or maybe okay what what oh, when i saw those questions what i was thinking is this would be really good interview questions because yeah. no you tend to find like most guys okay you, you i think you probably had this story somewhere online or in community forums oh this algorithm interview question this uh, what do you call it what do they call them interview questions are so how, how do they relate to what i'm going to do every day i'm going to be building APIs, websites, apps. What what's the point of all of this? Yeah, I kinda agree with those people. But then again, uh you, you've been hired to a company to solve a problem, not not be a good monkey. And solving a problem is something which is taught. Mm-hmm. It's something which you have to practice on a day-to-day basis. The art of thinking or the art of yeah of, of breaking down a problem into smaller problems and finding a solution. You see, I think you're you're in most Kenyan tech groups and you see it a lot when guys post que- questions or problems they're struggling with then you suddenly realize by well, the they did not know it's like they don't even understand the problem they're solving and i i, I don't blame them because understanding a problem is not related to code whatsoever it's like those two are mutually exclusive completely so i think this will be really good for interview questions it's not biased like current uh, interview questions where you have to have a, a bit of background in data structures and algorithms or a computer science background to actually be on the safer side yeah, it will it will just test you by the can you think? Yeah, can you can you uh, can you break down a, a problem and and come up with a solution? See, that would be it. I think more, I I actually I I suggest that companies in Kenya start employing or, or taking techniques from advent of code to actually hire me, the dev- developers and engineers. It 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 really shapes someone someone's way of thinking. Uh,
0: I, I I I think. Okay, I have a different opinion when it comes to interview questions. I am very against interview questions. Like I have done <laughs> them, I will do them, but I am um, for the idea, just give me an audition. Give me one week with a with an actual project, I fix it. But then that's another that's another problem later on. But then I think also what you're saying about it being able to gauge how well you think. I think the problem with the Kenyan industry would be taking a very contextual problem that is very unique to let's say a company like google or facebook or twitter and then deciding i'm going to ask this person to answer this question so that they can come in and make for me a crud api backend you know it doesn't really uh-huh. doesn't really make sense so probably like you should they should like like you're saying, like they should look at these questions and and ask them, you know, just randomly pick any random question and use it uh-huh. as a template or even use it as it is. Because uh-huh. if you did it before, then it means that you have, a, you have a culture of actually going out of your way to, you know, to do puzzles so that to sharpen your mind. If you haven't done it before, then forgetting all all things that are very cs re- related computer science you know algorithm data structures and all that forgetting all of those can you solve this problem can you solve this prob this puzzle with the very basics a language can actually
1: offer? also i, th- I think this actually it opens up the space for interviews because you find that most companies most companies when they are doing technical interviews you have to have a technical person
0: yeah.
1: facilitating an interview with advent of God, it kind of kind of opens up opens up the playing field. I mean, someone in the hijab could probably conduct this interview and just follow your, your 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 process. If you can make them understand how you came up to came to the answer, that's I think that's a good way of. of, of, of Really auditing uh, someone's ability to actually sol- solve a problem or go go through a sequence of, of steps to come up with a solution. It it really opens up the blueprint because I was, I'm even thinking, if I if I give maybe someone who okay give me uh, someone in, in the HR department maybe okay we need to test a, a candidate's ability to to solve problems. Um, this is a topic. Yeah. Feel free to co- feel free to come up with, with 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 a problem in this topic and and evaluate the candidate. the topic might be um food deliveries uh, so do you remember those math questions we used to do in class where it just test you how you how you can understand the problem and come up with an answer right you remember those questions
0: yeah
1: i think advent of god it's practically the same thing if you can solve that if you can it's not limited to any 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 individual it's basically um grade school in the mathematics in a, in a uh, for, for lack of a better example so I think it really opens up the playing for the interview preparation. Okay, in a company which really requires maybe a specific set of skills with algorithms and data structures, they might need to do more than just problem solving. And uh, why am I saying lot of, um, 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 Someone really pointed this
0: out, actually. Do, do, do you know that? Yes, they, they pointed it out. And it's basically lack of exposure to public speaking or very doing very little public speaking. And I think one of the reasons why we decided to, to do the podcast was also to just, you know, be better speakers. Because what's is a, what would be a reason for not being a better speaker? There is no other reasons. There is no excuse.
1: <laughs> there is no, no, <laughs> no excuse. Yeah,
0: these
1: are better field for evaluating candidates for a particular job or role. In fact, I, I I think it's not even limited to just developer jobs or tech jobs. It should be across the playing field. I mean, no company wants to, ha- to hire a collection of drones. Okay, maybe there are companies which want a collection of drones, but basically, ideally, when, when shit goes down, you, you don't want to be in a situation where, okay, I uh, figure this out and you... Your employees are not prepared to actually put a bit of thought to it and actually come up with a solution so i think it's it, it it's something which the tech industry every company in the tech industry should actually pick up unless maybe you yeah, you yeah, yeah, a company like google where you need to work at scale, then that's that's a whole different playing field but if not this, uh having advent of code type of questions and interviews it 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 really levels the playing field for both both employees and employees. I,
0: th- I think, I think we'll, we will definitely need to have a conversation with regards to what is the best interviewing process or just what is the best process for the Kenyan industry to take up in terms of being able to interview tech candidates. But then as much as I know there's going to be a lot of opinion and the, I think
1: there's definitely going to be a lot of opinion.
0: The, the, yeah there's definitely going to be a lot of opinion, but then there has to be a one sure way or way of doing something, even with opinion. We will tackle that like i I, I see that to be a very heated discussion. um I think we need to mm-hmm. touch on some of the other things that are exposed with advent of code, something like speed contests uh competitions like code jam and hash code. And Topcoder, all, all these competitions that are, they are mainly focused to people who do competitive programming. And competitive programming is a whole field of computing, just like, just of practical computer science that I am really not sure how many people do it in Kenya. Like, I really do not know if these people in Kenya who do competitive programming. I know the uh,
1: Yeah, that who actually do this stuff. uh uh-huh.
0: It, like, when, when we did HashCode, was it two years ago?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was two years ago.
0: They were, we, had like, we had, like, three teams that have, There were seven teams that were from Kenya. And and that was a really good thing. That's, that's uh-huh. was, that was like, wow, we have guys out here who are really trying to do competitive programming. But then...
1: To level the painting.
0: Yes, uh, but then the thing is, competitive programming isn't your day-to-day programming. Competitive programming is, one, a lesson taught or a class taught in some universities. Two, it's all about mm-hmm. being able to implement an algorithm in the shortest time possible. And not only that, but then also having uh-huh. it highly optimized, like super, super optimized. And Advent of uh-huh. Code wasn't necessarily created for competitive programming but then, but then they have a leaderboard and the leaderboard is for the people who actually manage to do it the fastest so right now with the Kenyan leaderboard yeah. I think what is happening and how we're getting scored is how long did it take you to actually do questions so you are going to be number one because there's no, there's no test on whether the piece of code you sub, like there's no one, there's no submitting of code only The only thing that you submit is an answer, so they cannot really measure and see how answer, uh-huh. efficient efficient your code was so we have, uh-huh. we have all this thing on you know it 's all a matter of how fast do you submit your answer but then I think what is what has been lacking in the Kenyan industry for a very long time is competitive programming, like having universities decide we 're going to come and you know compete we have a puzzle we have a question who is the fastest person to actually implement this mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. that would that competitiveness will mean that their respective schools would want to have the bragging race and that will lead to lecturers who teach algorithm and data structures being more keen on what they teach how they teach and whether the students mm-hmm. get what they've been taught. I think, yeah, that's that's what I was saying. You are, are you even listening? You just but to... uh-huh.
1: I, I am listening as i I'm processing my I'm I'm collecting my thoughts. Okay. It's good to interrupt someone when they're talking. <laughs> why aren't you taught good good speaking manners or good listening manners?
0: I was taught good listening manners, that's why I'm listening to you now.
1: After raising that dispute. Anyway, so yeah. Uh in Kenya, most universities don't really put an emphasis on data structures and algorithms classes okay even just ig- ig- ignoring data structures and algorithms basically the entire education system in kenya does not actually prepare you to think you know yeah it doesn't completely it, it, it teaches you to memorize answers and forget about it so there's a bigger problem at play here with which kind of Puts us at a disadvantage from from day zero. Can you imagine unle- un- un- unlearning all the memorizing we've been doing for I don't know, 12 years, 16 years, and 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 taking approaching education from a different perspective? It's good. It's hard, as it's it's difficult. Most people are not willing to go through that mountain. Well, then it's not so impossible. I think the education is, it's not impossible. Definitely, it's not impossible. But it's difficult, uh, very difficult. And you know, for most people in, uh, in this field of ours, the moment it reaches a certain level of difficulty, they have to something else. As in, uh, you, we did, uh, you were in the same class as me for, for four years. How many yes. people switch to different majors after facing some certain difficulties along, along the
0: way? Quite a number, actually. True. And, and we really try to, on this podcast, we try to be a safe space. For people of all walks of life and people of all. Okay, okay.
1: I, I, don't, I, I don't, I don't, I uh, don't. You're, you're, you kind of missing the point. Yeah, you're, you you're, you're making me the boogeyman.
0: You are the boogeyman, Michael. Uh,
1: what I'm saying is, uh, uh, make, don't make this personal. Uh, what, what I'm trying to say is, the education system is kind of garnered against you when it comes to solving problems. Yeah. Or basically competitive programming. Um, it, it does not, it does not prepare you for this kind of work and sadly mo- most companies require this kind of thinking you know, or, or the ability to think that's why um have you had this phrase where um don't be too dependent on just because you are smart in school that doesn't mean you're, you'll be smart in, in life or something along those lines yeah true so um so you if you, you find that if the education system is against you um unless you actually until you actually take initiative to actually overcome this set this setback you 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 are you're kind of uh, disabled already when it comes to this line of work if it, it, you find that when people ask questions in community forums and groups they can't they can't really break down problems properly in fact i would say most of the time people ask questions in these groups if they just want the direct solution they don't want to actually uh, go through the problem step by step and actually come up with a solution while understanding what the problem was and this is this tends to be a really big problem because as you evolve as a developer as an engineer, problems get more difficult and more difficult. You cannot pretend forever that you actually know what you are doing if you actually don't. You know, it it, it's, it 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 eventually catches up to you. Good news is this this is not a, not an issue which cannot be fixed. We can, we could set up the right steps along the way to make sure. By the way, when developers finish university. Uh, Advent of code is, is is like playing with candy.
0: True. But then you say I think we need we need to have a brand ambassador, as we'd call it, as we'd call them. People who are going to actually take it up for themselves to set up forms of like you know, going to to institutions of higher learning and talking to the people who are there and having them accept or just find a way of including people in having having the, their members like let's say we go back to data and we talk to data of which its data data information technology association and having them organize very frequent pro- competitions on with, to see who among them can code the fast, fastest and then have go there and set up something similar at JQRs go and set set up something similar at Nairobi University. And then after six months of just all these things running internally, you tell them, okay, bring your best and your best will definitely come together and compete. Mm -hmm. You know, after, let's say, four years of doing that, and you see four years is essentially just a whole class. Them continuously being exposed to the fact that they need to think differently they need to think better they need to write fast like they need to be able to just write faster and Mm -hmm. everything that is involved with competitive programming every them having this drums to them or them experiencing all these fun activities fun in quotes definitely fun in quotes (laughs) you 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 would find them you'd find that the, the crop of engineers within the country being very, very intellectual, just, or just being well-equipped for the industry. Mm-hmm. So we can definitely go on and on about how competitive programming or just coding puzzles would be mm-hmm. a benefit. And I think one of the things that, that someone should actually take away from this is challenge and challenge plus friends uh, after we we individually joined uh, advent of code we also joined the private leaderboard that had guys from kenya and it was just guys from 100 to 54 I, I would believe that other communities and other individuals or just other group of people who are very interested in solving coding Puzzles we would have created their own leaderboard so that they could compete in their own small groups. But then I think what we should do is the next time round, when Advent of Code comes around, of which that's like mm-hmm. a year from now, we should definitely have a leaderboard mm-hmm. that's essentially Kenyan. Like every Kenyan techie who's interested in this should just join the leaderboard and we compete Uh among ourselves because we can only build talent within the country we can only build talent and just help each other grow the moment we decide to go and compete with the person from Uh russia who's been doing this thing for the past 10 years we need to we need to have an age we need to know what we're doing We, we really don't need to be mopping the floor with us just because you know you woke, you woke up one day and decided said I'm going to try this we need to build up my closing comments would be have friends who are going to challenge you to actually grow and they're going to challenge you to grow intellectually and technically because programming is a very intellectual thing it's a, it's a mindset thing so being in the right mindset would really help and having friends that grow that way is another additional huh? thing true true yeah. I don't know what's your what what will be your closing remarks?
1: Um try it. Um we probably have three more days till the end, but you can always as the questions are going in so just 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 take a look at it, try it. Yeah, and,
0: and you, might prob- be,
1: huh? you might be naturally inclined to this kind of stuff and you um yeah, you might really you might really be good at it. You might not really you might not be good at it, but just try it. It's a, it's a good experience, actually. It, it, it changes the way you actually approach problem solving.
0: Yeah, and that is Code Buildship, episode two, Advent of Code. Mm-hmm. Um, we, will, we will set up, by the time this podcast is going to be live, we would have set up an official Twitter landing page because we do Twitter, we do not do anything else and for oh, the intelligent we're going to be tweeting every update that we have and we would love you to follow us there so that you could get updates on like what we are thinking or to just be able to be part of the process of, of us coming up with the trusting topics to talk about. So till next time I am Nathan. Aumka. Bye-bye
1: and I'm Michael. Bruce.